Hello and welcome to the Get Creative Podcast. My name is Taylor Jackson. I'm the artist behind Canvas and Kind. I have four children who I homeschool and I paint during nap time. So today is a very practical episode. I'm going to come at you with all of my favorite tools, um, paints, supplies, anything that I use in my studio that I'm currently in love with or have loved for a long time or even a little bit of time. So I hope that you enjoy this. Grab a notebook, a piece of paper, um, anything to write with and be sure and take notes and let's get to it. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is actually surfaces. Because I'm an acrylic painter, and I do paint some in oils, but primarily I use acrylic paints, so I go through a ton of canvases. Now, I prefer to buy mine pre-stretched and pre-gessoed, and usually I get them off of Dick Blick, which is an art supply store. It is so amazing. I think there's one in Texas that you can actually go to, but I order all of them online, and actually right now they have a canvas sale going on. I use the Premier Cotton Stretched Canvas that is pre-gessoed. Um, it's a uh, gallery wrapped, and so it's like an inch and a half thick. I love those, and when you buy in bulk, you can really save. So I choose to um, order a lot of mine online. Now, if I'm in a pinch or if I need something quickly, I will go to Michael's and get their professional grade gallery wrapped canvas as well. It's also pre-gessoed. It's also cotton canvas. Um, and those are the professional grade three. It's marked, I believe it's yellow whenever you purchase those. Um, and that's just the Michaels brand. So I use a ton of those. Occasionally I will get professional grade. That is just the traditional, um, the tra traditional seven eighths inch. And that just makes it easier to frame in certain frames. I'll get that off of Dick Blick as well, but always the professional grade, just because the canvas makes a difference whenever it's higher quality. You can really tell a difference between lower and higher quality canvas. Now, occasionally I will paint in watercolor. I use um, Canson XL watercolor paper. I have used Strathmore in the past, but the Canson XL really has a great surface. It's wonderful to paint on. Um, it works perfectly for what I'm using it for. Again, I'm not constantly painting with watercolors. Watercolor is only a very small part of my business, but I have used Canson XL, and you can get that online um, at michaels.com, or you can just go in and grab uh, a whole pad, which is what I generally do. The, the third surface that I use a lot, and especially this year, I've used a lot of it, is also from Dick Blick, and it is hardboard, pre-gessoed hardboard. I love this surface. It's so smooth. It paints very differently from canvas, and so it's a very detail-oriented uh, kind of uh, kind of surface. I feel like if you're painting details, they really show up well on a super smooth hardboard surface that's pre-gessoed. Um, you can buy those in like a flat edge or a beveled edge. I prefer the flat edge, but sometimes the beveled is all they have available. But you can, again, get that on Dick Blick. And that is just a great place to buy a ton of your art supplies, especially if you buy in bulk like I do, because I always use them. The next thing I'm going to talk about is the paints that I choose to use. Now, if you talk to almost any acrylic artist, they will say that golden is the like highest standard of acrylic paint. 
I love golden, but I don't paint exclusively using golden. I use a lot of golden colors, especially their green gold, their fluorescent magenta, um, even their fluorescent hot pink. So beautiful. They have really great fluorescence, especially. Um, and their, their style of paint is just very creamy. Some of the richness of color, their cobalt blue, um, just beautiful, beautiful color tone. And you really can't, um, be their quality. So golden really is the gold standard of acrylic paints, but I also use quite a few Liquitex heavy body paints. The reason I sometimes prefer Liquitex heavy body is because they are just a little bit heavier than golden, especially the titanium white, I use that when I'm trying to put in texture that needs to be really heavy and very substantial. Their heavy body acrylics, Liquitex, I, I just, you can't find a better um, thick paint. You can always apply mediums and add in things to your golden paints, but as far as just straight out of the tube or mixing them together, especially uh, cadmium yellow, I love Liquitex heavy bodies. Now, if you're wanting something that's a little bit more reasonable in price, because Golden and Liquitex heavy body are quite pricey, you can always use Liquitex basics. Now, these are not really student grade, but they are a little lower in quality than the heavy body. But when you paint as much as I do, I really go through a ton of paint. And I use a lot of the Liquitex Basics as my undergirding, or I use them to mix with paints. They have some really fun, vibrant colors, especially their Parole Red, I love. I actually love their um, Thalo Blue. It's a really nice, rich, deep blue. You can get away with using um, the Liquitex Basics for even some of your um, the top layers of your painting if you're choosing the correct colors. Now I wouldn't recommend their cadmium yellow to use as something on the top. It's really not super opaque. It's very transparent. I don't feel like it mixes as well. So you might just have to experiment with that. But I have used quite a few of these. Now several people have asked me about the Hobby Lobby Master's Touch brand. I have used that before. I especially love their white and I've used their portrait pink before. But as far as any of the other colors, I really can't speak to that because I use so much of Liquitex and Golden that I really don't have anything to compare them to except for um, the white is actually really nice, especially if you're using it as a top layer, much like the heavy body titanium white, um, the Liquitex brand. It's just a little heavier, even, I feel like even heavier than golden. It also has a stickier feel when you're cleaning off your palette. It's definitely, it definitely has a longer drying time, but you'll find that with whites, that seems to be the case, um, across the board that white just takes a little bit longer to dry than some of the other colors, especially like the blues and the greens they feel like they dry really quickly. Another thing I would say about um, paints is I found a newer brand that I've started using in the past year or two, and it's um, Nova Color Paints. You can only really buy them online. I know they're based out of California, but as far as how reasonable they are, they are pretty reasonable. They're not as heavy as a Liquitex heavy body, but they're creamy and rich, and some of their fluorescents are just beautiful. I have quite a few 
Nova color paints and I find they're pretty terrific. They're, they're so rich. The color is very nice. And if you're wanting something that's a little smoother or maybe you paint um, a little smoother, they're perfect. And I would really recommend that you try those out. So that's really what I use as far as acrylic paints. Now, when it comes to watercolor, I don't have tons of options because I primarily paint in acrylic. So my watercolor palette is just a very small, simple Winsor Newton travel palette. Um, and it, it honestly works for whatever I need. Now, obviously I'm not a watercolor expert, but I find that Winsor Newton does a great job. The pigments are great. Um, it, it has really nice staying power. So when it comes to watercolor paints, that is what I use. The last thing I'll talk about is the oil paints that I choose to use. So it's a Gamblin brand. It's a 1980 series, but I find the colors to be very rich and highly pigmented. They go on so smooth because oil is just ah, beautiful. So if you have more questions about those, you can reach out and ask me. My experience with those is more limited because I don't paint a ton in oil uh, because my kids are still so young. But oil paints are beautiful. Gamblin is one of the top brands and the 1980 series has done well for me. As far as easels go, um, I do have a really nice stand-up easel from Dick Blick. I think in hindsight, I would have gotten one that changes from vertical to horizontal so that I could paint flat. Usually, I'll put my paintings on the table, especially if it's smaller than, say, 11 by 14, and I'll just paint on top, especially if I'm using um, heavy paints or drippy type things that I want to be more controlled. Um, I have an easel that I use that's a tabletop easel from college. I think it is great because it's really easy to transport. Um, it's not a certain particular brand, and honestly, I've had it for over 20 years, and it's kind of falling apart, so I probably need a new one. So if you have any recommendations for tabletop easels, I would be happy to take them. As far as brushes go, I really use the full gamut. I've used cheap brushes. I've used really expensive brushes. Of course, the more expensive brushes will um, last quite a bit longer. But a brand that I found at Michael's that I really like is the Royal and Lang Nickel. I'll usually get a flat brush. I love how they're multi-purpose, how you can make a big broad stroke with them. You can also use them as a liner or create texture almost like a calligraphy pen or a calligraphy brush. I use angled brushes occasionally, but my favorite of all time is the flat brush. Um, filberts are really fun for florals as well, especially when you're creating peonies or roses. I love the scalloped edge of that. I will use liners for small detail work, but not all the time. So as far as brushes go, if you're just starting out, I would invest in some Royal and Lang Nickel brushes and that should get you set to go. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Creative Podcast. Uh, I'm so thankful for you guys for sticking around. I hope this episode was educational, that maybe you got some tips that you might put into your practice, or um, you might have a new shopping list that you want to go grab some golden paints. Um, as always, I would love to hear from you guys. Let me know what your favorite part of the episode was. Leave us a five-star review on anywhere you receive your podcast. And as always, I can't wait to see what you create. Thank you.